3: Just the back of the yeah. Kid, so I've seen it. She said it's the worst movie she's ever seen in her life.
2: <laughs> hey, not that. I'm just. I am a. I am a harsh movie critic. I. It, it takes a lot for me to love something. So, yeah, just didn't love it.
0: <laughs> You're like, she hated it. Clearly, you know, <laughs> clearly, you didn't love it. Is is probably the nicest thing you've also, said about it so far. I just.
2: I. This may be blasphemous, and you may hate me for this, guys, but I'm not a huge Will Smith person. I just. There's not. I don't. Love well, a lot of the movies that he's in, so
0: we have the gamut covered because Slee's all in on Will Smith. Well, here, here's the funny thing. Let, let
3: me say this on Will Smith. I I don't go if Will Smith has a movie. I don't have to. I gotta go see that. Ali is one of my favorite movies. I of I love all Pursuit time. of
2: Happiness. That's a great a, movie.
3: A pursuit of Happiness, as good as That's it gets, a great as well. Ali is one of my favorite movies of all time. A Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I've, I've brought up a hundred times. He is.
2: See, Will I was Smith. not a Fresh Prince person, so like that was not my my jam as a kid. So and it, well, it was before my time. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, we, we've got it covered. Emily's not it. a fan. Slee is, and I could take it or leave it. I, I'm not me either. Pursuit of Happiness, I did forget about Pursuit that. Pursuit of Happiness, one. That's, very That's good. great movie. Uh, quick little Ask Slee because it's Wednesday and I didn't get to this one, and I like to get to as many as I can. LSU La La. Slee's at dinner with a wobbly table. Do you put the sweet and low packet underneath it to balance it out, or do you leave it alone? I cannot leave it
3: alone. I
0: don't know why that
3: thing annoys me like the world's going to end but if i can't fix it 100% i'm telling the server uh my man we're we're off here the whole thing is off <laughs> that side the glass is sliding all the way down how about how about i will do this if this is what the solution's got to be if you have to put your foot down on the leg hold it down and it's your foot down that now granted it's not it's not ideal but if i have to do that i'll do that
0: but it's got to get fixed so it will often lead to drinking your martini a little faster because here's what happens put the martinis on the glass, right? No, they're you're, they're on the table. And then you go in to grab it and you put your elbow on the table or whatever, the ta- and the table will shift and it will spill a little bit. So now I can't just let mm. martini fall on the table. Now i got to drink it a little more quickly so the, the the level of the liquid will drop a little bit. I think it's a conspiracy well, to sell more but, martinis.
3: But that's what I'm saying is that you're nervous it's going to spill. You're <laughs> yeah, nervous exactly. that like, something's going to go wrong or you're going to knock something over. Are you okay? Like, can you just sit through a... A dinner and say oh we'll be fine while it wobbles left and right and so six of your chips are
0: on the ground <laughs> this is what will happen nine salsa everywhere I, I will sit there and wiggle it back and forth and try to find like a, a, a happy medium where it'll stop moving and then susan will yell at me saying stop messing with the table and then i stop that's that's how that Got happens it. about nine I, out of ten times that she'll finally i swing by
3: home start. depot i say oh, i'll be right back
0: you carry a socket wrench in your uh, backpack that wherever you are, just hey, let me let me tighten that up for you real quick. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Aww. Here's a very good reason Aaron Donald should, I, and he knows this. And and I get the, the the allure of family. I do. It's incredibly important. The Rams are going to be in a really good spot next year. I know they got some cap stuff. I know they don't have a lot of draft picks. But look at what's going on in their division. Look at what's going on in the rest of their conference. sleep. Yep. That Aaron Donald worked his entire life to win that Super Bowl. There is a scenario, and it's not a you know a slam dunk by any means, but there's a scenario where the Rams are playing in the Super Bowl again. I don't know how you could walk away from that after spending the first half of your career on a bad team, knowing that hey, look, I could go do this again one year after doing it for the first time. So just look at the conference for a second. How about their path to the Super Bowl? Okay,
3: you played the Arizona Cardinals in the in the first game. And I don't think Arizona strikes any fear in anybody, even though Kyler Murray just recently started following the Cardinals again on all social platforms. I know that could probably weigh into his decision. But do the Cardinals scare you? Listen, I'm not saying that they, they can't have a good season next year. I'm not saying that they can't progress, you know, usually to succeed. You have to go through losses, and that's what Arizona certainly has done. But I don't think they're a team that you would say scares you. Okay, Can That's I, one of the teams that, you faced in the playoffs. Let
0: me stop you right there because I think you're you're, you're spot on. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that the Rams falling to where they did and getting that first-round opponent the way they did wasn't the best possible thing for them. Because mm-hmm. getting to play Arizona... They, the Rams could play Arizona 30 times. They're going to win like 27 of those games. Sure, They're sure. just a lot better, and it's a really good matchup. And I think it let them okay, that San Francisco thing, it's its in the rearview mirror. We're we are into the second round of the playoffs. Let's go see what happens. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, silly, but I think you're so right that that win was the perfect team at the perfect time, and they get to play them twice a year, at least every year.
3: Okay, so Arizona's the the squad that you're not that scared against or you, you're not that worried about. Then who'd you face after that? You face Tampa Bay. Tom Brady is no longer the NFL. So that challenge of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers takes a humongous hit without Tom Brady, who's the team you faced after that. You face the San Francisco 49ers, which is actually kind of a wild card because the question's going to be they don't have a quarterback right now. Who's going to be their quarterback? I think that's going to be the question. But those three teams alone that I just listed off that they face in the playoffs, the picture is not the same as it was as you walk into the next season. And and this will then make you say, okay, well – the Green Bay Packers are really the team or the opponent that you would expect that you're going to have to get through to get back to the Super Bowl, um, and, and so it, you know when you say the path of the NFC, the AFC path is, and I know this happens every year in the NFL, teams that made the playoffs this year yep. won't make it, and it's going to things will kind of flip around, but the path to get in in the AFC is so much more difficult than I think the NFC is going to be this upcoming
0: season. I, let's use Russell Wilson as an example. Russell Wilson goes from the Seahawks to the Broncos, and Russell Wilson went from a team that, you know, they're obviously in decline in Seattle. That, that I think that's pretty apparent. But you didn't go to Kansas City. You didn't go to Buffalo. You didn't go to Tennessee or one of these teams that was right near the top. The Broncos were the fourth-place team in that division last year. They're going to probably be the fourth-place team in the division again. Like, you didn't jump to the front of the line. Who are the best teams in the NFC when you look at it? Because the Cowboys out of the East, anybody scared of the Cowboys? No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's the best team out of the South? I, I honestly don't know the answer to that because Tom Brady's not there anymore. The Saints, I don't know. Carolina, I don't know. Atlanta, no. Tampa, I don't know. Who's the best team in the NFC North? Green Bay, they're they're there. Yeah. Yep. The the other team is San Francisco. There's like two teams that you look at and go, yeah, that's a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. I, and to your point, guys come in, guys come out. But you look at the AFC, there's like nine teams that you might have to meet. There's two in the NFC.
3: It's so much different, too, when you just think about the you just won a Super Bowl. You don't have that on your back anymore. You don't no. have the we didn't win one. You don't have the we got through the playoffs and um and again it was a disappointing season you don't have the is matt stafford the right guy you don't have any of that anymore so i think that's obviously going to play uh, a big part in this as well
0: Straight us the phone call here let's go to koreatown and tyler tyler you're on with travis lee what's up
4: hey guys i just want to um talk to you guys about going back to the grudges Um sure. <clears throat> the deep disdain i have for dean spanos yes this is, this is a Spineless man,
3: yes, Tyler,
4: who blamed the fans and said, Oh, you guys didn't pass a bill that was gonna charge tourists like three times as much to stay at the hotels. That would give me a new stadium. It's like, dude, you're an owner, why don't you buy the dang thing yourself? Like, that's what the good owners do, like Jerry and and these guys that just yeah, all these guys that buy nice facilities or. You know, whatever, renovate something, make something new. Because Qualcomm was a dump, and I have season tickets. I'm still a fan, but every time I hear his name, I just, I just scowl. Like I just can't. I want him to sell the team so bad, man. Tyler, come on, listen.
3: I appreciate you calling in. So thank you for calling into the show. Come on over to my side, buddy. Raider Nation. We got a new stadium out there in Las Vegas. Uh, things are things are turning. You know, it's funny, Trev. This is probably a little bit in the weeds, but he was talking about the. You know, he's he's asking for at the time you're asking for San Diego to pay for your stadium. Sure. They were set up to fail. The way that, that they were. He wanted to propose he wanted something. To in, he wanted to propose something in downtown. Yeah. When he knew downtown wouldn't get approved you have all of mission valley that whole area of mission Valley. that's where you put the stadium but on purpose it was you know it was set up to fail anyways it, is what it, it is
0: it's one of those deals it's not entirely unlike the baseball negotiation which is i'm going to present you with a proposal that is so ludicrous mm. that you have to say no to it and i could say well i offered oh, i inter- tried i offered a compromise they're the ones that said no it's it's you know and it's one I, of those
3: offers can i go back to this i don't know why and i I'm sure we all have these moments in sports, but when there is something that you do despise or you you know, you know, absolutely hate, watching Dean go down to the field in the game against the Raiders <laughs> that last game, thinking like, oh, I'm going to go on the field because we're about to win. Or I don't know what the hell he was thinking. It was obviously a close game back and forth, and then they didn't win, and he's just standing there like, uh, okay, I'm probably going to leave now.
2: I think my favorite part of Tyler's call was the sad sigh at the end. He had, yes. he had gotten all his yes. anger, and he was like, <sighs> I don't know. It's how you know <laughs> it's real,
0: right? That it's yeah. not just this screaming rant. It's this. It's, it's, he hurts. Authentic. You guys, you guys should He's trade haunted phone every numbers, day. You guys should trade phone numbers and just commiserate on Sunday afternoons during football season like, hey, Tyler, it's Lee. I uh, can, can't believe this, man. Look at what they're doing to our team. Any uh, any new restaurants in Cerritos? Uh, I'm gonna have to check. We'll take a okay. look because uh, I'm gonna be in Cerritos on Saturday, uh, late morning, early afternoon. I'm looking for a little spot to go. Got a little high school baseball to take in. Plus, um, the baseball. Po- if I see one more poll like this, Lee, I'm gonna bang my head on the desk. It just I, I don't know who. This is my calling. favorite, Emily. I, find I, as I, many of them I, as you can I, when he I gets that angry over them. It just so this, this may be my grudge. This may be the one on National Grudge Day tomorrow or whatever it is that I hold on to. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Candace loves her birthday.
3: That's Candace. She's 46. She was at Outback Steakhouse. And And she's really excited about her birthday.
0: And had 11 white wines and a free scoop of vanilla ice cream. She was going to really let you know it was her birthday. Oh,
3: putting damage on the white wines. You're right about that.
0: (laughs) Baking down Uh, the white wines. Somebody had, this is Scott on Twitter. I didn't find any more restaurant recommendations, but I did find this, Lee. you should put a headshot of Dean Spanos for Slee's avatar. That's a great idea. That's exactly what I'm going to do. So during the next break, I'm going to go in and your <laughs> AS will now feature Dean Spanos' face. So that's, that's awesome. going to be my avatar. Put so it in there. That's, that's fine.
3: It will remind me every day.
0: All right. So this is, I. You, you've gotten to know me pretty well. Over take the last a deep year breath. So. Just take a deep breath. I think you know when I'm over something before we've even really started to talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. There's another poll where six out of ten Americans are not fans of baseball. Four out of the last ten said that they were fans, but that they're going to watch less because of the lockout, because of this, because of that. (laughs) I've been hearing this poll, Al, since 1977. This idea, you know, hey, baseball's dying. Hey, you, 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 you know it's not a viable sport anymore? Baseball. B- 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 Baseball's nothing but a bunch of old white guys with white hair. Nobody watches baseball. Do you, do you know what the reality of it is? Mm-hmm. If you go to Dodger Stadium, if you go to an Angel game, if you go to Petco Park down in San Diego watch the Angels, go up to San Francisco and watch the Giants, there are ballparks filled with people from all different walks of life, Young people, old people, I don't know who they're calling for these polls. They're saying, oh, I'm never watching because as far as I can tell, the Dodgers draw four million people a year. And I know they are. Well, it's not happening in Kansas City. It's not happening in Oakland. Then sell the team and see how much money it's worth. These teams never sell for less than they were bought before. Mm-hmm. The regional sports networks pour hundreds of millions of dollars into these products. This idea that baseball is going to wither and die because they're arguing over dollars and cents is just not true. I'm so over the well, idea of baseball's killing itself. No, it's not. It absolutely is not.
3: I, I think what's fair is baseball does need to adjust. Baseball does need the, – the game could be more exciting. The game could bring in – Maybe different fan base or uh, different fans that aren't as passionate as maybe you are when it comes to baseball. And you, we address some of these, you know, some of the rule changes that can happen. Um, whether it's all right, DH on the AL on the NL, NO, you're stopping the shift. You're, you yeah, know, what that, you have a you have a, a yeah.
0: different conversation, isn't it? The, well, the, the,
3: the, what what I, what I was trying to say is that I think that there are ways to improve the game of baseball that can help grow baseball. I think that's I think that's a fair statement to make. I think the conversation of, well, a baseball fan that's upset today that both sides can't agree and you could potentially miss games, that that fan is not coming back or that they're really pissed off or, you know what, they're not going to view your product anymore, I'm with you that I don't believe those polls. I don't. Someone can react a certain way today, and then the moment that that thing is back, it's like, let me give you an example. You... You leave a restaurant, and you're like, you know what? I'm a little upset about the customer service. The customer service could have been a little bit better. Maybe it's a restaurant like In-N-Out where mm-hmm. it never happens. You're probably still going to go back to In-N-Out. Okay, you had one bad experience. It doesn't mean that that's it. It's over. You're not going to go back to In-N-Out again. I And I only bring it up that way because – When you're in the moment, you're going to feel a certain way. Baseball is not being played right now. Spring training is not going on right now. You and I are not talking about, okay, well, the Dodgers and their lineup and going to get pitching and is Freeman coming. We're not talking about any of that stuff, right? So I I think the the mere fact that the conversation in the poll is taken today is different than if you take it during the middle of the season.
0: Uh, Of course it is, but this is why these things are so dumb to me. If you, if you ask somebody their feeling of something when it's going at its absolute worst, of course they're going to say, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. I don't think there's a t- – even Travis, who loves baseball, is mad at baseball right now. Like, hey, guys, get your bleep together. Right, let's figure this out, and play. I, I want to watch. You baseball. want to be talking about Freddie Freeman, yes. and if he's yes. going to be a Dodger,
3: and if Monks is going to have to go play second, and yes, it's
0: this prognostication that oh, you know, well, baseball guys go to a game, look around, stop calling people on the phone, look, hey guys, look at what they get spread, or look what these teams get purchased for. Look at the amounts of money that gets spent on players. Look at the fact that these RSNs are pouring in tens and hundreds of – do you think that everybody's just deciding to light this money on fire? It's so dumb. It's not going anywhere. Is it as popular as it used to be? No. And that's where your conversation comes in, right, that, hey, maybe if we had more guys on base, maybe if the pitches were more often, maybe if the games took two hours and 45 minutes instead of 315, that would be – sure, I'm here for all that. The I'm, NBA
3: with replays, yeah, how long it takes. There's stuff go. you can
0: improve all the games. I'm just – I'm I'm totally over it. We Slut. need more polls. I need
4: more polls. 400 is still a great in that. average. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We've got four out of ten people that still love baseball. That's fine. As long as we can keep it above the Mendoza line, we're, we're all set. We're all and,
3: set. And, and you know what is the perfect example, like you just said? Go to Dodger Stadium on a freaking Friday, a Saturday, or a Sunday – go to uh, oh there we go. is that the photo
0: that's the I'm, I want your approval before I put it in that's the Dean picture. I think you should have the one that
2: I sent Travis. No I didn't like
0: that one <laughs> I like this one I, I, I want I don't like Photoshop things. I like regular things Can I find you one Yeah please. The one that I want on your phone. This is an even better game where you will curate the photograph, the photo list for me. That's even better. For
2: the listeners, I sent a Dean Spanos with clown makeup on, so that's one that I think is funny. And then I sent some uh, sad rivers I like Phil that one already. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like that one already. Well, then, then I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm the, we don't do Photoshop. We're photo gonna shoppers. get a natural one. No, real, we'll yeah. get a natural one. This is a buddy of mine just sent me a text. He goes, "I went to opening day in 1995. Keep in mind, this was immediately after the strike. That's right. Right? There were a bunch." <laughs> There were a bunch of losers outside with fans on strike signs. The game was sold out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like, there's you know, you broke my heart. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, There are 50,000 people in here to watch the game today, so maybe we're okay. But, Trab, this is is part of the problem,
3: too. You know, it's not okay that this is happening. So when you and I sit here and we have the conversation about it, it almost makes it sound like, oh, well, it's okay. It's, not ah, okay, it's all right I'll, that they're doing this. Ah, see, it's okay that they run into this X, every X amount of years. It's not okay that they're doing this because it does okay. have a trickle effect but, for a lot of people. But there's an
0: existential difference, right, that you and I just look at this. During, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying I like it. I'm saying that. No one's actually going to follow through on their I don't like this part of it anymore. Right. If, if this were a real thing and it was a real thing where people wouldn't go, then they would stop arguing over it. But we're just making a bunch of noise. They know we're a bunch of sheep and we're going to come right back to the ballpark. So I'm not going to pretend to be outraged by something that I know I'm going to go back in. And I don't get why people pretend to be outraged when they're going to walk right back in too. what's the point of it all.
3: I, I guess I, I, I go back to, I don't care about the polls. I'm not paying attention to the polls, but there is no question about it. a um, It's disappointing, but at the end of the day, people are going to be back watching baseball, so it's a tough argument to make unless people actually said, I'm not going back, and then go wait for those stadiums to open up, and you're going to see that it affected the sport. Until that
0: happens, I, I, you're right. It's probably not a conversation. Northridge is our next stop, Sean in Northridge. Sean, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Sean?
2: Hi guys. So um, since we're talking about things we will never get over, one thing I'll never get over is the Oklahoma City Thunder ownership not paying James Harden, not paying that luxury tax, coming off uh, finals. um,
3: The NBA Finals appearance versus the uh,
0: versus Miami. yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, and you never know. Now that team is the biggest what if in history.
0: It's up there. Right out? I mean, that you. You know, I think it everybody... came down
3: to like $4 million. That's what it came down to. Between him and Serge Ibaka is what they were trying to
0: figure out. I, I It was. It, it, I agree with Sean. It's one of those great. Hey, look. Because think about it. Russell, Kevin Durant. I guess we have to define this first. If we're talking – Kevin Durant, at worst, is the third best player of his generation, right? Like We've got three guys in the last 20 years or so. It's Kobe, it's LeBron, and it's KD, right? Like, Mm -hmm. those are the three guys, right? They're they're, they're a bunch of good – but those three guys are different than everybody else. Then you've got Russell Westbrook, who, while maybe not the guy we love right now, pretty good darn player. Mm -hmm. And then you've got James Harden, who's also an MVP, who can shoot, who can do all of these things. That those three guys ended up on the same time at relatively young, and they only got one real run out of it is one of the great disappointments in NBA history, I think, especially if you're an OKC person.
3: Well, I'm sure there are Laker fans, like you mentioned with the
0: Chris Paul deal. That one, no Laker fan's ever going to get over But it. they never had it. He was never here, right? They had those three guys. That 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 is a – they didn't not – Chris get to do it. They had them, all three of those.
3: No, no, that, that one will go down. That's why – remember we were talking about this yesterday when Magic said – this is going to be the worst trade in Lakers history if they don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you and I kept saying, well, it's not like you gave up a Hall of Famer. There's right. other trades that are out there where the Harden one is an example. So it's, it's it's not apples to apples. I want to say
0: it was Kevin Martin, if memory serves, that Kevin Martin yeah. was, Kevin Martin that was part of the deal. Uh, Lamb, right? Jeremy Lamb, Jer- is that his name? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It just, you know what? Hold on to your really good players as long as you can. Even if you just got to squeeze one more year out of it, squeeze one more year out of it. Let's go to Studio City, Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up?
4: Hey guys, forgive me if my voice sounds a little bit wonky. I'm uh, under the weather a little bit, but you know what? I played too many things. auditions. Noah, did uh, you
0: have to? Did you get any parts lately that you'd like to share with us?
4: Uh, some voiceover work, uh, and it was a little bit strenuous in some video games. Uh, there's a lot of screaming, and you know gog, here comes incoming. Uh, so I'm a little spent. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I doubt anyone wants to hear about my voiceover issues. Uh, the, uh, I wanna, I, Travis, I hear what you're saying about, uh, you know, blaming Russ for this. Uh, but, you know, here's, here's the thing. I think I speak, I don't know for all the Laker fans, but I, a lot of them that I know, the feeling is this. Russ is the one that's out there on court every night. You know, if GD was out there or, you know, if anyone else was out there, Polenka, we'd probably be booing them too. But the thing is, you know, you're right. Russ is Russ. I don't know why we ever signed him in the first place. It, for all intents, it looked like we were going to go get Buddy healed. And I think that would have been a far better move. And then all of a sudden, LeBron decides to have a sleepover at his compound for a couple nights. And the next thing you know... We're making this massive move and emptying the bank to go get this guy who, frankly, has been a problem everywhere he's been. There's a reason KD and Harden left back in the day when they did because they saw the writing on the wall. And they're like, we're not going to go any farther with this dude. He's got that million-dollar arm and that 10-cent head, like they said in uh, Bull Durham. Uh, great baseball movie that's, that's name I'm, I'm missing. Bull Durham. And, and that's not going to change. Yeah, Bull Durham. And and we look, Travis, you knew it when it started. I felt it. I was like hopeful. I'm like, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this guy can pull it together. But clearly he couldn't. So really what it comes down to when we talk about leaders, we know what AD is. He's not a leader, never has been, never going to be. LeBron James is the mastermind. He's the one pulling the strings. He's the godfather of this whole thing. And what really upsets me, and I think a lot of Laker fans, is that instead of taking ownership of it, instead of being accountable, which is what we're used to, when the Lakers had problems and Magic was on that team, or Worthy or Kareem, they would come out and get in front of it and go, I know we're screwing up, but I'm the leader of this team, and it's not going to go down like that. When the Lakers were having trouble with Kobe and stuff like that, Kobe got out in front of it, and he handled his business. He figured out a way to get around it. LeBron just doesn't seem to care. I know we put up 50 the other night. That's great. But where's the leadership? Who's the
3: guy no, who's going to – No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in here. Appreciate you, calling. Um let, Let's actually let, – let's talk about that uh, after the break, Trav. I, I think there's a couple things on that that are interesting. Plus, there is the conversation that the Lakers – what did they do, Trav? They went big game hunting this summer. They yeah. had three stars was the idea and the concept and there's some rumors about this potentially happening again next season with another team. Is it better to go for the the most talent that you could possibly get or build an actual team like you've talked about before? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Slewa Show on 710 ESPN.
1: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify.
0: All right, Slee. So you sent me the picture, and uh, I got it in. It's a picture of what I can only assume is Dean Spanos asking uh, Stan Kroenke for a couple of days extension on the. He rent. got a hand. He has a <laughs> handout. out. <Kronke laughs> is laughing at him, like, uh,
3: "Come on, man, this is not happening. The <laughs> rent is due. You have a three day grace period. You can't come to me on the ninth asking for a couple day extension." By the way,
0: is there any worse feeling than that? That 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 is a really crummy feeling when you have to say hey listen i know i owe you some money yeah i know i told you i would have it today i don't is this uh i lied to you (laughs) yeah exactly i'm not nearly as successful as i thought i was going to be yet so i'm going to need to have that as a crummy feeling and from one billionaire to another i would imagine that's even worse right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that it's just from I, one billionaire to another. I don't I don't have the rent uh Stan, can we take it out? Can I like give you some like some of the hot dog money back from Sofi over the weekend? Like how do we work this out? But anyway, you're you are now in my phone with uh Stan Cronky uh, Stan and uh, Spano. So, what are you going to put in for me? I think is the better question. You got to you got to I know that that's not your jam, but I think that we got to What do you want? I mean,
3: I I want something. I th- th- these are things that come to my head right away. Okay. okay. I, I'm going to pull up what I want right now, but I'm, I'll send it to you as you talk. I think if it was something UCSB, you, you would feel really good about it. Love that. I think if it was something, I don't know, your favorite taco shop or your favorite spot dog. or something along those lines, just a homemade hot dog. Yeah, just um, a hot dog. Just a hot dog. A hot dog pack. Nothing's even cooked. It's just, <laughs> just
0: in in the in the coffee in
3: the hot dogs.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not
3: uh, bad. It depends on what you want. I don't want to put something there
2: that The Food Man Two Trav? That's a good Food Man Two Trav oh, one. That you know
0: what, Emily? That's actually a really good idea. That's a really good idea. I, now that I think about it, I just sent it to you. Tell me what you think. Um but I could put you in your football helmet. That would that would be another very good uh sleewa look right there. That's a good deal to you do. You have an uh,
3: in and out, basically an in and out program. It's it's not you have it a double is, double. it's a
0: double double. Just a yeah. nice clean shot of a double double. That might be a good way to go too. So whatever whatever you're feeling. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a good one. All right, so take me through it. You were talking about um, big three versus building a team and kind of the process that these teams are going through.
3: So the question this past offseason was, do you go out and get another star, or do you have enough already? You have LeBron James. You have Anthony Davis. Why do you need another all-star caliber player to play on this team? Just go get the right role players and Do what you did a year and a half ago when you went and won a championship. It was LeBron, AD, and a bunch of role players that that knew and understood their role. Plus, you had all these veterans. I think the Lakers went out and felt like they needed to go get another all-star, right? Uh, What Russ is today is not what he was in the past. What Russ makes today does not define his play on the floor. So let me kind of make sure that I put that the right way. But I think they did that because... There's a team in the NBA before the season started that everybody thought was the favorite to go win a championship, and I don't believe that the Lakers thought they could beat KD, um, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. I really, really feel part of the reason why they they thought, we got to go out and get another star, a superstar if you want to call him, and he's not that today, but at the time, let's go out and get another MVP caliber player, a star, an all-star. I thought they were doing it because you're trying to make a move to what Brooklyn had done, and nobody had time to adjust to the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn went, made the trade for James Harden last season, um, and nobody, nobody really had time to adjust and say, okay, we got to up our ante because of what that team just did. I'm not telling you you have to have three stars to go in a championship, but I think it depends on what the rest of the league looks like. There was a report out earlier t- uh, that uh, Emily sent us this morning. There are rumors floating around that Bradley Beal this summer – Wants to play and join the Sixers. Wants to figure out a figure out a way to play with James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Bradley Beal. I think star power is the way to go in the NBA. If you can acquire the stars, you can find the role players to kind of fill and the veterans to fill in the rest of your roster. Now, if you already have two, then the question becomes: Do you really need a third one? Or if you go get the third one, does that third star complement? what those other two players do. And ultimately, what the Lakers ended up doing this offseason, they brought in a player that does not complement the other two stars, and it's obviously showing it. When Kevin Durant decided to go play the Golden State Warriors, did you have any issue with Clay fit, Thompson, fit Steph perfect. Curry, and Kevin Durant? They're perfect. When Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and LeBron James played together, did you have any issue with that three?
0: No, I mean, at the beginning it was a little bumpy, but they figured it out pretty fast.
3: Manu Ginobili, and I know these guys were different. They were drafted. Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, and and Tim Duncan. If it's the right three, go get the freaking three. Go get the talent. I think what happened to the Lakers was Russ was more about, let's go get another star. It wasn't that guy fits and complements those other two players perfectly.
0: So there's a lot there. Um, I think the problem is is that, they didn't have their own idea, right? There there is no one way to win a championship. There isn't. There's a lot of different ways to do it. I think the Rams just very clearly demonstrated that they can zig when everyone else zags, right? That While most of these teams accumulate draft picks and treat them like they're worth their weight in gold, the Rams said, we're going to use these draft picks to go get guys that are already in the league and we know they're great players. They went in a different direction, and it worked. But I think most importantly, they had their own idea of what they wanted to do. The worst thing I think anybody can do is, ooh, that works for that guy. I'm going to try to do that. Yeah, it's a really dicey proposition. Well, they have three, so I need three. Why? They can have three. You could have one and a, and a very different sort of team or two and a very different sort of team. There, I, I agree with you, generally speaking, now, when you're talking about you got to have stars in the NBA. Clearly, you're not going to – the Pistons that beat the Lakers a million, that's the one-in-a-million team that doesn't have that guy that just jumps off the page at you as like a Hall of Fame player, Right. You got to have one or two. I, I understand that, but just because you have three doesn't mean I can't beat you with two and a bunch of good guys. Look at what Milwaukee's doing. Look at what Phoenix is doing. They have good Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton are great players, but they're not Harden and 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 Kyrie and Kevin Durant. They're not that. They're a totally different way of going about it. Even even Steph and Clay and Draymond, while they're big three, it's a different type of big three. It's a it's a it's a cultivated big three that you've drafted yourself. And this brings me to the, the point of it all: Who's got the vision? Who's saying we're going to do it like this? Les Snead and Sean McVay very clearly collaborated on. Guys, this is how we're going to fix this. I don't care. I think care we know I, that answer. I already I, know I, the answer. Okay, I, I don't care if this works for someone. We're going to turn these picks into Jalen Ramsey. We're going to turn these picks into Matthew Stafford. We're going to turn these picks into Vaughn Miller. We're going to do. We're going to. We don't. We're doing it like this. and went for it. It's not, well, let's do it this way one year. No, no, no. Let's bring in a different guy and have a different guy decide we'll do it this way. Let me get him on the phone over there, and let me talk to this guy. And there's my best friend. Who's got the vision and go execute it? I'll tell you who it is. I don't think that trade for
3: Russell Westbrook happens unless Rob Palenka, LeBron James, and put Anthony Davis there too. It's not like AD is not a part of these conversations. I don't think – that, that trade happens without those three guys all looking at each other
0: and saying, yeah, yeah, let's do it. We, we can work with this. We can give up okay, Those three guys, are, gonna, are they in the charge of coming up with the next round of this? Because is that what we're doing? I mean, let I, I'm let, not saying let let me can't go make the, a mistake, but who, now, who's mm-hmm. in charge now? Who's in charge next? Let me go back a couple years ago. I'm sure Rob Palenka,
3: LeBron James, and at the time you could say Clutch, Rich Paul, Figure it out. Yeah.
0: No, it's Anthony Davis. It doesn't matter with Ingram and this and the picks. It, it's Anthony but, Davis. But hold on. You left a name out of that. You're, you're right about what you said. Mm-hmm. It's also Magic Johnson was there at that time. Magic, Magic, was, w- Magic was gone by the time they did that. Track. By the time they got it done, he was yes. there. But he was there when they identified AD as their next guy. They yep. were going to go pull him. And, and they he, couldn't get it done and, at the trade deadline. Yep. Right. Exactly. But that's my point is that one guy's there he's gone. Now we got a different guy. Now we got a different guy. This is the part that concerns me about the Lakers is I don't have faith that they know exactly how they want to fix this. That they're kind of fixing it on the fly year to year, tinkering with it as it goes as opposed to having a vision on how you're going to improve this thing and that's the concern for me. But but Trav can't I, can't I
3: say they want an NBA championship? Obviously, the vision was there. Go get Anthony Davis. They had veterans. They had role players. LeBron was the head of the snake. The following season, it was, you could say they outsmarted themselves by saying, okay, you know what, Danny Green, no, we're good. Uh, Let's go get Montrezl Harrell. Let's go get Dennis Schroeder. I don't think there were many people that thought those were bad additions to this Lakers team with, with what they already had. Right, I I agree with you. So there was a vision there, and then AD but, gets injured in the playoffs, and that is the difference of you making some noise and not making noise. And then it was this off season where it
0: was, here's hey, we rub, agree bro. that let's go get Russ. Here, here's the rub. I, I you're right, but let's not just look at one year and the next. Look at the last ten years, ten years of just nine different directions. One of them hit. Okay, cool. It hit. Ten years. Like nine different plans. That's the problem. Not that the one that hit wasn't a good – it hit. Cool. Ten years, nine different plans. That's not good. <laughs> that That's not, hey, we're going to go young. We're going to go, no, young doesn't work. Go get it. Okay, uh, that doesn't work. Uh, give me this guy. Okay, that didn't work. Uh, give me that guy. You need to have a direction. I'm not saying you can't course correct slightly along the way. But when you're going north, no, go south, no, go west, go east. It's just when you're constantly course correcting like this, that's the problem. That's the problem. I I don't think you can lump 10 years
3: together and say, hey, this is all the same thing. I think what you should do, shorten that sample size since LeBron got here. Because since LeBron got here, the vision of, hey, this is what we're going to do and what we're going to try to do, I think that's a better assessment than – What they were doing prior to that. Because what they were doing prior to that. Okay, Jim Buss and the late Kobe finishing his final years with the uh, the Lakers. Kind of this farewell tour that the Lakers were in. You're going to draft young players. That's a different regime than it was since LeBron got here. Not entirely. Well, not Jim Buss exactly. was president
0: of basketball I, operations. I, I understand. Mitch Kupchak was your GM. We're gonna we're gonna take care of our star, which I think is a, a very admirable thing to do. But it bought you more dysfunction. It bought you more. We're not winning. It bought you more. How do we dig out of this hole? This this last decade of Laker basketball has been wildly unsuccessful, minus the championship, which was great. But generally speaking, it has not been of Laker caliber. And and it's been because there hasn't been a cohesive idea on how to fix it. I think you can't
3: slap it as, hey, 10 years is one chapter. I think it's had multiple chapters within
0: the 10 years. All right. The Dump is coming up next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I know this is a, a little pet project of mine that I'd love to talk about that I know that you guys are not nearly as excited about. But I'll, I'll make it quick, but it has to be in here. Tiger Woods is getting inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame today by, by his daughter. Hmm. You know what I really like about that is that Tiger Woods is still an active player, and they're putting him in the Hall of Fame. More sports should do that. LeBron James should be in the Hall of Fame. Steph Curry should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, why are we waiting to put Aaron Donald in the Hall of Fame? He's going to the Hall of Fame. Why do we have to wait for these guys to be gone for a period of time? Golf puts a guy, Tiger's a Hall of Famer. Why can't more sports do that? All right, you want me to go a step
3: further? How about retiring a jersey? Yeah, same Yeah, same idea. And, and I, I'm saying that because... You know, oh, we gotta wait X amount of years, or it's well, he's got to be out of the league, out of sight, out of mind. How about when you know, you know, this is somebody that is no question about a Hall of Famer, but you can appreciate them more because they're still in the game. I think that's a great idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, Tiger Woods is the the perfect example of this. He doesn't need to do anything else. He's going Mm -hmm. into the Hall of Fame. He's gonna have his daughter uh, induct him right there. Who would you have induct you into the Hall of Fame, Al? When you go into the Granite Hills fighting eagles golden eagles fighting eagles what kind of eagles are you guys oh just granites?
3: uh granite hills just, eagles just plain old eagles just, okay. yep. <laughs> just yeah. regular eagles we're just the regular eagles over there. regular eagles yeah when,
0: when when the regular eagles induct you into their hall of fame who gets to deliver the speech
3: uh jimmy johnson
0: <laughs> yes i look perfect Let's What go jimmy do you do you have a relationship with jj no come on
3: no, I don't. You got to reach out. No.
0: You, you got to reach out. All right. Uh speaking of, the first trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi premiered today. Are you uh do you consume all of the peripheral product? Like I'm a Star Wars guy to a point but I'm not watching all the series on TV or any of this stuff. Like, can we just have, like, a Star Wars every five years? Can that not just be enough? But I, I don't even let, – let me – winning time was on on
3: Sunday. If you waited, there was, okay, hey, here's some extras. I think there was also a podcast for it, which, by the way, is smart that they do that. Sure. all this ancillary coverage. I
0: don't usually consume that for anything. But if they're – okay, let me, let me put this a different way. Let's say winning time runs its course. I don't know how many episodes. So Ten episodes go by. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they had the Jack Kent Cook story that spun off of it, and they got ten episodes of the Do do You Want That? I'm okay with that. That's the perfect
3: Breaking Bad Better Call Saul. If you got me on Breaking Bad and then you're trying to kind of continue to string this thing along and there's an interesting storyline and it's the right character – I'm okay with that. But if it's the, hey, it's the behind the scenes and six of the actors got together
0: and now they're talking about it, I don't really watch those. I don't really go out of my way for those. How have we gotten this far into the show today without me knowing that it's National Meatball Day? Is there any – a meatball is just a wonderful little treat, whether it's the little ones, was, like at a cocktail party. Was that the what fork? you were
3: eating at the Rams game and you had your mask on? It was. I, That's I had my mask story. on. the best story. That's I such an underrated on. story.
0: Uh, it was, what, I think it was the NFC Championship game. And so, you know, I'm going through the spread because why not? Free food. And uh, they had Italian, right? I think. And so I put a couple of meatballs on my plate, marinara. That's hopefully. the best story. Uh, I still have my. And I had one of those blue ones, like the surgical ones. I forget that I have it on, and sure. I attempt yeah. to stab a meatball through the mask and i just it bounces off the mask into my lap and i've got a giant red meatball stain in the middle of my mask it was uh it was pretty you ate the mask you ate the mask i did try to lick off the marinara i still ate the meatball i caught it with my hand after it fell off the fork but uh it's pretty bad are you a meatball guy oh meatballs
3: are amazing by the you way, ever, they don't even need to be. Don't put them in a sandwich. If I get spaghetti and meatballs, or I just will get meatballs on the side. Like some yes. people, you'll have that as like an app or
0: something along those lines. You can get. Give me the meatballs. You go to a party and they got that little chafing dish of those little mini meatballs. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I have, have 94 tooth toothpicks <laughs> next to me. <laughs> can I just get a fork instead of these toothpicks? Can I just belly up and do it right there? How do people get the pod sleeve? ESPN app or on iTunes. If you uh, miss the show live, you can catch a full three hours on the pod. Mason and Island coming up next. Go find yourself some meatballs today, people, and hold a grudge while you do it. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.